Booze, bards, and song from coast to coast. Let's raise a glass for this fine toast. Tune in and join us and sing your part. Drink and be merry with all your heart. La da di da di da di da di da da. La di da di da di da di da da. La di da di da di da di da da. La da da da. Welcome to the Booze Bard Podcast, where each episode we take you on a quest. To find America's drinking song and hopefully have a few cups of cheer on the way. Now, we're going to be getting drunk, and that means we're probably going to be saying some swear words and also some dirty jokes, most likely. So maybe you want to take the kids out of the room or stop playing this if you're in the car and stuff like that, you know. And hey, by the way, while I'm talking about that, don't drink and drive. And, you know, drink responsibly and be 21 and all that kind of stuff that if we had attorneys, they would want us to say. Now, on to the show! Booze, bards, and song from coast to coast. Let's raise a glass for this fine toast. Tune in and join us and sing your part. Drink and be merry with all your heart. la da di da di da di da di da da la di da di da di da di da da la di da di da di da di da da Welcome to another episode of the Booze Bards podcast. Booze Bards, he Booze said it, ladies yeah, and gentlemen. Dude. He did it. Booze Bards. Someday I'll I'll feel so comfortable that I'll forget that I ever say it wrong. And yep. It'll just be right. As your hair grows longer, <laughs> your ability to mush That's, mouth. I don't know. what. My, my quarantine look is uh, approaching spectacular. full Viking. Spectacular, yeah. ladies and gentlemen. We need to take new pictures. Yeah, I, don't, I don't have to travel or see clients or anything, so I've just uh, let the hair and the beard grow. Um, I'll and tell you, ladies and gentlemen, yeah. the Mrs. B is very happy every time. Yeah, she, she just like the longer it. the hair gets, the hairier he gets. She's just so happy I, about I'm it. I'm not allowed to shave my beard. If I shave my beard, that's like a lot of dudes have to fight in the other direction. Right. I'm, I'm very fortunate oh, yeah. that way. But So, right. Chris, let's talk about what we're doing here. Yeah, what are we doing, Greg? So, in a world where America doesn't have a drinking song, two people <laughs> embark on a quest. But... They're about to find out that it's a lot fucking harder to find America's drinking song than you thought. Yeah, guys, um, in case you don't know what's going on in the world right now, America stole a lot of shit. We stole shit? Oh, fuck, what? Yeah, and like drinking songs seem to be one of those (laughs) things. Like we, but I... Well, we did a Canadian song last time, Yeah, and we're like considering that North American. I mean, I know my Canadian friends are going, please don't. But we, yeah, so... Fuck off, eh? But what we're doing here is, yeah, we are on a quest for America's drinking song. And that turns out to be really difficult because what is America? And what what is a drinking song? So I think we're going to talk about that in this song today. So We've cursed earlier in this show than I think any other show. Shit. I think we're pent up. Well, there's definitely some... Everybody's pent up, right? Here's here's my quarantine theory. Let me just lay it on you people right now. Please. You need another drink. As soon as... I'm going to open up in a second when we get to what what, what we're drinking. But um, I think 
when there's a vaccine, when all of this is done, the STD rate and is going to absolutely skyrocket. Right? Really I mean, imagine uh, imagine how hard it would be if, like, you're you know in your twenties and you're single or whatever, and you've been like locked up literally for months. Like, I think I, I think say, when, like, when the floodgates open, there it's going to be bad. Yeah, I'm glad that be, uh, I don't have rough. to participate in that. You know. Cheers. Yeah, cheers. Cheers. We're not going to hear that. Let's cheers with your old drink. Yeah, yeah, this will be yeah. much Very, oh, sonorous oh, so and good. beautiful. So um, we are looking for America's drinking song, and I very, very excitedly wrote Greg via text um, and said, I found, I found it. I found an adri- I found it. I found the American drinking song. Like no, nothing gets more American than this singer for sure. Yeah. Um, the song has some multicultural which, flair, which but is it, excellent. Yeah. Yeah, but I mean, I think, you know, a lot of our drinking experiences came from south of the border. Yeah, for I sure. Think, I think there's a good inspiration there. So, All right, I so think yeah, so so my find is going to be a top runner for America's drinking song. 100%. Yep. We'll see. So before we get into the history of the song that mm-hmm. we're introducing as a possibility for America's Drinking Song, which mm-hmm. you, the listeners then, will tell us what you think America's Drinking Song should be. And maybe this will go for like years and, and it'll yeah. be a, a complicated process. I'm still but- waiting for a suggestion. What's that? This, my friend, is a pint. It comes in pints. Oh. I'm getting one. You got a whole half already. So, Chris, what are you drinking this week? In preparation for tonight, I am drinking a margarita. So, a little tequila. And you'll understand why the tequila is important later. Yeah, I also have a really funny story to tell you guys a little later about tequila and why it's important. Um, I can't remember if you had that in the last podcast, if you kept it in there. Or if I, you took, I took out all the stuff about this song. Yeah, yeah, so yeah, so. I have some really great, I have a great, we talked yeah. about this in a little other podcast and then we decided to save it. Mm. And so I'm drinking a pre-mixed margarita because that's it's what quarantine though. has it's led totally to. Good. But we actually are trying to make a knockoff of our favorite Mexican restaurant. It's our favorite yeah. margarita in town. And um, I'm excited to tell you that basically it's just adding water to your mix. Um, Maybe, you know what would even be better than that is like make it long enough ahead of time that the ice just melts and becomes the added water. And then usually we add a little more tequila and Rob did not add more tequila, Um, but that's okay. That's all right. So I may have to call down or call up for an order. I need some tequila. Mm -hmm. Um, Garcon. And we'll see. The funny story will... Will be even more. Well, appropriate I have a really brief funny story about tequila, and it's Ooh. actually not so funny. It's that <laughs> on my 19th birthday, I shared a birthday with a, a fellow in college uh, whose name escapes me right now, Will something. Anyway, and um, he convinced me t- that we should drink 19 shots of tequila on our 19th birthday. Oh, that okay. was a mistake. <laughs> Every good story starts with, (laughs) that was a mistake. I did not drink tequila for a couple years after that. Yeah. um, (laughs) My short and ugly tequila story was like me and a friend, we were just like drowning ourselves in our sorrows. I about said sorrows. Well, that was Canadian Canadian song was the last episode, Um, Chris. But 
I, we were drowning ourselves in our sorrows of like relationships that weren't working or just life woes. And we drank a fifth of uh, Jose between the two of of us. Did you, did you uh, wrap the handle around your arm like an old, uh, oh, you yeah, know, like, I mean, like, man, after know? a while, you're just like, tequila tastes yeah. so good. Why does anybody mix it with orange <laughs> juice? And then you remember. Uh, you remember. All right, so I am drinking uh, Goose Island. Ooh. It's, uh, <laughs> it is called Solo because it is the craft light beer because I'm fat. So I'm drinking light Greg beer. Greg did text me that he was drinking only light beer, and so he thought that he could make it three days drinking this weekend, and exactly, that would be okay it, because... It is the 5th of July today, yep. and so... Uh, we like to record on holidays, if you have been a listener. Indeed. Um, or some We've sort of holidays of we yeah. have. Um, or just memorable things for us, I should say, memorable days. Mm-hmm. And there's lots of memorable things happening. Virginia has decriminalized it marijuana use. four days ago. So we're celebrating that. Um, and we're celebrating America's independence, or as the British say, happy treason day. Treason day. Yeah. So, you know... I'm not sure which ones. I don't know which one I fall. Where, where, well, do, where, where do you swing? Do you swing more to Happy Independence or Happy Treason Day? I, I'm I in the end am glad that my European ancestors came to America. There's no doubt about that. So happy. when did your ancestors arrive here, Greg? Oh Lord, um, it's a mixed bag. Uh, I'm a I'm a very American. Like I'm a European mutt. I am all European. I burn in the sun. Yes, ladies and gentlemen. In fact, I probably look a, l- a little pinkish. We are appropriately right now. Yeah. underground right yeah, now. Yeah, that's Great. where I belong. Yeah, me too. But um, I'm mostly uh, German, Scottish, and Irish, and Norwegian. And so all those various peoples came at different times, but the the Scots, the Bryans, have been here since the late 17th century. So long fucking time. That's like the so, late 1600s. Yeah. Is that right? Is mm-hmm. that how that works? Yeah. Like the 1690s or 1680s? Yeah, exactly. It was like 1690 um, something. Not yeah. too far. My um, the earliest that I know. Well, actually, I do have one set of relatives that were on the Mayflower. So wow. that would have been early 1600s, yeah. right? Something so, like that. Yeah. Um, but. We are not historians, ladies and gentlemen. <laughs> we pretend to do my, history of little is, songs this here This is there, probably going to get cut out, but most of my family is um, from uh, Germany, mm, and they yeah. came over in 1714. Oh, and, that's, that's a long time. My German yeah. ancestors are from the 1880s. So, so mine were brought over by Spotswood. And dropped here. Do you know Alexander Spotswood? So Alexander Spotswood, I think he was a governor. Alexander Spotswood should probably stop going to dirty brothels. It's (laughs) got spots in my wood. (laughs) What the fuck? He worked for the king, and he was a part of the whole Jamestown colony, and um, the I like the governors, and he worked. Mm-hmm. I, I, he might have been a governor. Spots. I just I, assumed he was Scottish with a name like that, right? but it's probably English. Yeah, right? I think yeah. he's English. And so he brought over my ancestors and people from their village um, as steel workers, iron hmm. workers. Um, but when they got over here, they're like, "We don't have any more money." Hmm. And it was probably 1714. So they set out into the woods. So basically. well, they dropped yeah. them off down in um, those of you. Who 
are not from our area won't know this, but down in um, Spotsylvania County, ah, down I off see. of Route One, down yeah. near um, down near the good old Kings Dominion. It's a uh, fucking Redneckville, Locust these, Grove, yeah, yeah. and um, yeah. yeah. So that's where that's where that's uh, that side, and that's my dad's side, and then earliest back I know on my mom's side was the Mayflower. So we're pretty. I'm like white, like You're super Western American. European. Yeah. Like they can't like. Even though my ancestors, like lineage-wise, I find them in Germany. Like when I did the twenty-three and mm-hmm. yeah, me, it was like me, it was yeah. like they can't get me past like like Paris. They're like, no, sorry, I've, you're just barely making it over the English there Channel. Is, there is no melanin in my. It, no. In fact, it, this funny story. Last night or the night before last, Kate was like, I was at one neighborhood party. Kate was at another with where one of our kids was, and Shh, and like we're so. In quarantine. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, we we're, were uh, we were all making out with everybody. Stop <laughs> it. So my wife has brown hair and brown eyes and tans, right? Like she's European, but like you know maybe something like Black Irish in her or something. Right? Or, nor, you know? or like that <laughs> yeah. Northern Italian kind yeah, of. Yeah, exactly. And um, and so this lady was like, my three children are all blonde hair, blue eyed. They could be on like a postcard from Norway. And this lady's like, you're. Th- you you're those kids mom like is your husband some sort of giant fucking viking <laughs> she's like hold on a second <laughs> i'm not giant by the way i'm not very tall no, but i'm a greg, big dude greg I'm just, yeah. i am i am predicting how old are you greg 42 greg you are 42 i am predicting in 40 years yeah you'll be santa oh uh, 20 years somehow. I you mean, think look, so? I already got, look, we'll see that. Yeah. I mean, I can totally bleach out your hair. I mean, it'd be fine. Oh, like yeah. we could go there, but like Greg, you'd make the perfect Santa. Th- like, this, you're, like that's my goal. Life so, goals, yeah. Right? right now I have a huge beard. I usually have to travel for work and I don't have to now. Uh-uh. And so I've grown my hair and my beard out and my mustache is like this, like, Teardrop like textbook, right? It's like barbershop quartet. (laughs) Perfection. And um uh and I am fully planning to go to a like barber and dye it white in December. So we'll see. Kate doesn't want me to because she hates me without a beard and I'll have to shave it off. But I'm like, we can color it back in. Yeah, I'll just trim it down. We can color it back in. It'd be easy. Like just for men, that just like yeah, totally. Like little copper, you got this. Yeah. All right. I'm gonna fucking be Santa (laughs) Claus. Okay, so but we, since I'm veered. drinking my beer, yeah. I'll have to put a pillow in my yeah, stomach. Yeah, you I do think you are slimming down, my friend. I, I, have, I do think you have. You for I do really yeah. feel like you have. Your That's hair it. has gotten bigger, <laughs> so your face may feel fuller, but you, my friend, yes. look trimmer. Thank so you. the light beer is doing well. So yeah, what is this? It's called Solo. It's Goose Goose Island Solo. It's only three percent too, which means I can have more. I enjoy the flavor of beer right. and the act of drinking, and so I don't want to get like drunk real fast. You know, there's yeah. there's a great uh, hard times is like the punk rock version of the Onion. So okay. You check it. There's mm-hmm. a great hard times article that has like a picture of like a hipster sitting at a restaurant, and the headline is uh, "Man uh, Going Over Beer List in Detail, Pretending Like He's Not Just Picking the One with the Highest Alcohol Content." <laughs> I'm doing the opposite. I'm trying to find the low alcohol content so, so you can that drink I can, more, so that I can have like yeah, a long time of hanging out without getting. I don't want to get drunk. I'm 42. I got three kids. I don't. It's I don't rough. have time to mess around with. That, it's you know? rough. Yeah. I just want like a good steady buzz. Yeah, exactly. That's what I want. And yeah. I want to like ride the wave for a minute and then just be able to go to bed. The, you, you, well, you, Synthahol is supposedly, well, it's, it's, it, the joke is it's in uh, Star Trek. I'm a nerd, everybody. And Star Trek, they have Synthahol. And it's like you can take a pill. And scientists are working on developing this for real 
where you could like drink synthahol, you get the elevated effects, and then you take the pill to be done, right? So that yeah. would actually be really nice. That's Isn't that the, um, with, the with... anti-hangover pill or the anti-hangover? Yeah, well, that'll keep you from your hangover, but it doesn't sober you up, right? So this right. would be like you're just like, like it levels you your blood take alcohol, the pill, and, it's... and then you're done, right? That's awesome. yeah. Well, so long as we've got some time to kill, I think I'll have a beer. We don't have no beer, just tequila. What, what's tequila? Yeah, it's like beer. Is it fattening? Fattening? Forget it. If it's like beer, we'll have some. Three tequilas. Hey, It's an odd taste, isn't it? It's probably watered down. So, every month, for those of you who may not know, we pick a song that is a candidate to be America's drinking song, and we go through that song's history a little bit and stuff like that, and Chris... I you've told me about this song before yep, because we did. did a little Zoom thing during quarantine with our spouses. But it I'll, was very cute. I'll be honest, that was a marathon three-hour Zoom session in which we did another song in the same thing, and, and we hadn't seen people. We exa- this like there was like this the first was like, contact this we was had like outside. We were the just starting to see like, like the like the dark tunnel ahead of mm-hmm. us. Like you're like. You're watching everybody in line get on the roller coaster and like you hear the scream. Exactly. You're in the you, back car. And you still and haven't like, well, yeah. you still have an hour and forty five yeah. minutes until your fast pass time, right. but you just yeah, didn't yeah, want to yeah. miss it. And so you're hearing that Yeah. Exactly. Like every forty seconds, and you're like, Oh my gosh. And so you have all this time to prepare. That's what we were seeing, ladies and yeah. gentlemen. And so we hadn't seen people. It was a mess. Poor Greg. Right. I don't know how he even pulled out what he did, but pulled he pulled out. <laughs> <laughs> I say these things all the time. I say these things all the time. I know you've already heard the disclaimer prior to this that we, you know, might get a little dirty and um, a little, a little nerdy. nerdy. Yeah. Probably a lot of nerdy and probably like mostly dirty. So if you don't like that stuff, like this podcast isn't for you, but we haven't been banned anywhere and we're pretty chill, but, um, Hey Chris, um, did you know that my dick is in the Guinness book of world records? No. Well, it wasn't until the librarian told me to take it out. (laughs) (laughs) Like that. (laughs) So yeah, so we look at songs and, um, it was getting disappointing when I was like, American drinking songs. That just doesn't come up. So I had to start thinking about... A lot about, of pop country songs. I like. I yeah. love music. I love all kinds of... I, mm-hmm. For me, music isn't about genre. I'm going to move like, my computer. Hold like, on. Okay, cool. So like, there's good music in every genre, mm-hmm. yep. but pop country is bro country, pop country, whatever you're going to call it is the absolute worst form of music. I don't care if I lose those listeners because they weren't listening now anyway. I don't know. Pop. Are you sure? Yes, I'm you think sure. So? Because here's the thing. I saw this meme. It's been going around. Mm-hmm. It said, you know, if after quarantine you, we were, you had to lose one style of music. It's pop country. Well, it would say, what would it be and why would it be country? Yeah. Well, but country but is too big con- of a term. Yeah, exactly. We have lots like of great we have really music. like we have really broadened the word country. Yeah, I mean, I mean something very specific, like like Florida Georgia Line, like all uh, the people that are having like, to change their names. I don't know what you mean by that. Like, you know, like right now everybody's changing their names. Oh, because they're like, they're racist or whatever. Yeah. Yeah, because we can't. Logos have Confederate flags Uh in them and shit. Yeah, exactly. It's not even about that. I'm not even making a woke point. It's just like garbage music. You know what I mean? Yeah, yeah. Well, so I don't think this song that I'm going to introduce to you and our listeners is pop country, but it is country. It is, it is. It's country, but it's not pop at all. It is like absolute classic honky tonk kind of like, that is, that is my jam. 
Damn. So yeah. when I said to my dad, my father, who was born in 1946, I brought up this artist to him. He said, oh my gosh. And he just started like, it'd be like me today with uh, Lin-Manuel Miranda, you know, or... Which, like, know. it's July 5th, so, of course, like, Hamilton has been Super, on every TV screen for I'm the last few like, days. Yeah. I'm in a Hamilton bubble of but fog. But so, what's this guy's name? Because I, I, you told me once, and I forget already. Uh, Jim? Uh, you told me in April or whatever. His name is Jim Reeves. Yeah, I just, I, I'd never yeah. heard of him. And I, and I kind of know, like, classic country stuff, yeah. although um, my knowledge is more maybe uh, outlaw country guys, David Allen Coe and... and yeah. Stuff like that, but like... Well, I think you would know, um, like, maybe some people that he hung around with, Chet Adkins and... Oh, of course, um, the best Eddie, guitar player ever. Eddie ever. Arnold, uh, Stonewall Jackson, um, Ernest Tubb. Ernest Tubb. Marty Robbins. Um, Marty Robbins, yeah. I don't know. So anyway, um, his life was cut short, unfortunately. He died around 40 in a plane crash Dude, as, the last song we did as all great musicians Stan Rogers to died do. in a plane accident it's very, so, yeah. it's very tragic um to think back and um, there's an important lesson here Chris if we ever get famous yes, for the Booze Bards live show no. I'm never setting foot nope. in a personal aircraft well no. I'm just assuming this was a personal aircraft because it was it was and he was yeah. actually flying the plane it's it was like actually Leonard Skinner it was uh, his plane uh, Kobe John Bryant Denver lately. yeah but John know. Denver I mean we're gonna talk about like musicians um Buddy, Ho- Buddy Holly, right? The day and the music the died, right? Yeah. And um, Richie Valens. And there was other people in there. So, um... The, there's a knew- life lesson. Yeah. Never, ever mm-hmm. fly your own plane. Yeah. Especially while high on coke. Yeah. <laughs> but let's not talk about so much about how he died. Randy um, we'll, Rhodes. We'll Sorry. Talk, we'll talk <laughs> more about him. He was known as Gentleman Jim. You know, Gentleman Jim. Yeah, he really was like a modern day cowboy. Like my personal idea of what like a cowboy was. I don't know, like if you had like cowboy ideals in your mind. Well, but, I mean, Clint like, Eastwood is what uh, right. comes to mind. Mine was cowboy. like John Wayne, or or uh, Gene Autry. You so know, the singing cowboy. I was a John so. Wayne cowboy, right. and this guy. Well, super hello cowboy. there, little lady. <laughs> super great. So. Um, he was from Galway, Texas, which I'm, as, as you do, I <laughs> thought it was kind of cool because we have such strong connections with Galway, Ireland. That's right. where all the great, uh, I, I yeah. mean, like if we're going to do a podcast Bay. about yeah. Irish drinking so songs, we, we keep saying that we've hardly done and we haven't even done one. Although we're trying I'm, not I'm gonna, to, yeah, we're that's trying the thing, not to, so like obvious. I would do Galway girl, but we can't, we're trying not to, yeah. we're trying to like, well, honor. I do, I do want to do the barley moan. I think we have to do a few, we have to do a few. unfortunately, yeah. because we're trying to actually inspire American yeah. drinking songs as well. So, um, every European American thinks that they're Irish. <laughs> yeah. So while I was researching him, it's crazy that I kept thinking about my dad. I made a whole lot of connections with my dad because he actually was born in 1923, which my dad was born in 1946, but he died in 1964 when my dad was a um, senior a teen, in high school, right, going like a into teenager, yeah. a teenage, like going into his adulthood. He was being drafted. My dad was drafted for Vietnam. Um, he actually got released later on after that. That's it wasn't in 1964, but he was drafted and he got released on the day that he went over to turn in like. To, to report, like, it's a long story. Anyway, but my dad went to Florida to play baseball, and this guy actually went to University of Texas on an athletic scholarship no and studied speech and drama, And oh. um, but he dropped out after six weeks um, and started working in the shipyards. 
Yeah, that's interesting. Yeah. So I think you showed me a picture of him. I'm going to Google yeah. it now. Google it because he's really just all American guy. He returned to baseball. He signed with the St. Louis Cardinals. He was a pitcher. Um, he actually, um, um, severed his sciatic nerve oh on the pitching God. mound, like on the mound. That so that's painful. Yeah. That took him out of his career. And, um, he worked as a DJ and sang live between songs. <laughs> like, can you imagine that in like 1944? Like what songs do you I mean, think they were like drinking classic, or not like, drinking? Yeah. <laughs> I'm getting a little bit tipsy. I'm going to have to call the bartender, but, um, my second drink's almost empty. But he was working as a DJ, and I imagined that in 1944. Like, could you, like, would, I don't know. so much fun, I think. Right? All right, so this, I think this is the picture you showed me, and, and my comment, I think, then is as it was, as it is now, which is to say he looks avuncular. What does that mean? Like, he, like, avuncular is a word meaning uncle-like, but it means, like, like, someone who's, like, Different than a father figure, someone who's like, you know, your uncle that like is fun and jokes with you and stuff. Never be a dad. One of those guys. Well, like, it's a it's a compliment, right? It's like, you know, I mean, like, he's just really, yeah, he's he's friendly. Like, he looks, he's like, he's wearing this herringbone jacket in this picture, right? You know, and he just looks like somebody would be like, hey, man, you want to hang out and have some beers? And he'd say, yeehaw, like, yeah, fucking a, man. Yeah. I really felt warm. My this is a really warm, welcoming feeling. Yeah, with him, but, I like you, Jim Reeves. Um, he got his start, I believe, as the member of the Moon Mullicans Band. Okay. Have you ever heard of the Moon's Mullican Band? Absolutely not. No. All right. So we're definitely gonna play something. We're gonna figure the, out how to Mulligans. find the Moon Mullicans. I might like, have to edit that in. But there's so not. That, yeah. Um. There's not. Right. Exactly. You will. It's not Mulligans with a G. It's Mullicans like, like, with a K. Not like I got an extra stroke in golf or something. Yeah. And so I'm gonna I, tell I've you a little. I've never played golf in my life, but I think that's what that means. Yeah. Okay. So, um, Aubrey Mulligan. Mulligan. That sounds Irish. M U L L I C A N. Um, was known professionally as Moon Mulligan. And nicknamed King of the Hillbilly Piano Players. He's the King of the Hillbilly Piano Players, sure everybody. Was. It's yeah. Aubrey Mulligan. Put Jer- it together. Jerry Lee Lewis cited him as one of his major influences. Well, there you go. Yeah. Um, and he said, Mulligan once said, we got to play music that'll make goddamn beer bottles bounce on the table. This is our people. Holy right? shit. Yeah. So, anyway, so we have more margaritas. We Salud. Salud. Can I teach you a, 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 a Spanish um, yeah. toast? Yes. Um, it goes like this you, you have to have motions. You go arriba, arriba, abajo, abajo, a centro, a centro, adentro, adentro. It means up, down, middle, drink. Drink. Huh. Oh, I like or that. Or up, down, middle, to the mouth. Huh, sweet. All right, All sorry. right, so back to our guy. He got his start in the Mulligan, um, the Moon Mulligan Band. Mm-hmm. And we're going to let you guys hear a little bit about it. It's it's really special. All right, so... Country, this, this blues, is, honky-tonk. Well, no, this is, this is what I would call Western Swing, right? Oh, yeah, they called so, it Country, Blues, Honky-tonk, yeah. 1949. But I like that Western it's, Swing. It's I like got, that idea. It's like that proto-rock mm-hmm. and roll. It's yeah. got that, like, swing, the, the yep. syncopated kind of drumming, you know, and... Mm-hmm. There's like people that still like keep this alive. There's mm-hmm. there's a guy Wayne the Train Hancock if, if you've ever uh, no, heard I have of no him, idea who who does very he's from Texas he does very much that style um, where it's like you've got that you're swinging in the notes it's not that straight ahead you know like he had some early songs one that stood out to me was uh, my heart's like a welcome mat 
Oh, poor guy. That I sounds like, sad. I feel like there's a catch line there. You know, yeah. like the whole like, um, when like. What are you going to do when the role is called up yonder? He became a radio announcer. I can hear that. I in mean, yeah. Shreveport, Louisiana, which I feel like lots of great things happen yeah. in Shreveport. Welcome to 99.1 Shreveport, Louisiana. It was K-W-K-H-A-M. K-W-K-H-A-M. Y'all working out there in the hot fields today and you want to hear a cool tune. And I don't know, did you ever hear of something called the Louisiana Hayride? Certainly not. Okay. So the Louisiana Hayride was supposedly this um, amazing radio show or te- no, was it, was it? Yes. It started as a radio and then later it became a television country music no show and it was hmm. broadcast uh, from the Shreveport Municipal Memorial Auditorium. That is awesome, man. Yeah. And during its heyday mm-hmm. from 1948 to 1960, it launched the careers of some of Americans or some of the greatest names in country music. If you so had to say like, it was like number the, one greatest American names from 1948 to 1960, who are you going to say? <laughs> this is yeah. like being on LA in I the mean, morning and they do the top 10. Like from, who do you, from 48 to 60, it's Elvis Presley he's and on there. Johnny he, Cash. And, he performed yeah. up there. You're missing yeah. one. Um, uh, Patsy Cline. Hank Williams. Hank, of course. I, I love Hank and Hank the Third. Not so much Hank Jr. That's what I mean by the so, pop country thing. So Hank began to perform on the Hayride after his initial rejection well, from the Grand was, Old he Opry. Was from he got re- he, well, he got rejected. The, yeah, he was too rough for the. He got rejected and he started with the Hayride. His grandson is one of my favorite musicians, uh, Hank the Third, and he has a song about like how fucked up it is that they have this statue of Hank at the Grand Ole Opry, yep. but wouldn't let him play there. Exactly. And he has that, that like, like, it's like very much that Louisiana, like, look out, Joe, me gotta go down the bio. You know, like. So Ray, um, exactly. This, oh gosh, this is such great music. So Elvis performed on the radio version mm-hmm. of the Louisiana Hayride in 1954. Gotcha. And made his first television appearance on the television version of Louisiana Hayride in 1955. I had, did cool? not know about this. Yeah. I mean, I grew up watching uh, Hee Haw or whatever. Oh, so, me too. So, totally. Yeah. So I just thought that was kind of interesting, yeah. like... Especially right now, talking about how, like, you were talking about the difference. Like, you grew up in Florida, so, like, I was really hoping that maybe, like, this Southern culture, like, carried over. But it wasn't like that in the South. It wasn't like this, like, I mean, for at least for me, either, even up in the North, it was very state comfortable. Like everybody mm-hmm. had these little bubbles and they just like lived in their little state bubble. And then it's like when I went to college or I started meet, meeting people from other places, I'm like, whoa, things are places not the same. Are yeah, yeah. And it's kind of cool. I'm sad that I don't have this like memory, but my dad remembers this music like it was yesterday mm-hmm. and he remembers seeing it on television. Well, my, um, gra- my grandfather yeah. was a, was a country musician, not, not professionally. He sold insurance or something, but like, you know, like <laughs> so he really had tried, yeah, he had tried right. to make okay, it and couldn't, it. you know? Right. <laughs> yes. Um, and so I grew up listening to all those like very old records like that, but he was into, you know, like th- things that, you know, like Gene Autry and Chet yeah. Atkins and, and, uh, Hank Williams and stuff like that. Um, but it was it was very much, and he was like he, like he talked like this, like 
Greg. Actually, he never called me Greg. He called me Ralph, and no one ever knew why. It was just the. It was. Just, I was Ralph. There's nothing. Here. That's awesome. Love Ralph. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I want to go down to McDonald's. They have the best Coca Cola. Truth. <laughs> Your grandpa's a there's smart some, man. There's something different Ooh, about the Coca Cola. I just at cheers McDonald's. the microphone. <laughs> Let's cheers each other. Then it. that's better. No Rona. Nice. No Rona. <laughs> um, so before again, before we get to the title song of the evening. Yeah. Mr. Jim Reeves. Avuncular Jim Reeves. Mm -hmm. He really, like, I think he was basically living in the shadow of Elvis Presley because he signed at RCA the same year that Elvis did. I mean, I I know some pretty deep cuts in the music world and I've never heard his name until you brought it up. Right. And so when you think about, like, you know, like he was a name... But, like, there was, he was never going to, like... He did not... Uh, that's part of the avuncular thing. He did not have the look. He no. Didn't, Elvis no. was exuding yes. sex like, and, oh, you know, like... like yeah, this you guy know. looked like your uncle, brother. Yeah, he, like, looked, you know, like, he looked like, you know, just, oh, Uncle Jim's going to sing us some yeah, songs and, again. And you were like... He's gonna, a little drunk, though. And they're going to be good. <laughs> and they're going to be great. And yeah, everybody's like, going to bop, and it's going to yeah. be great. But, like, mm-hmm. yeah. So, anyway, he had a song called Bimbo. Chris, I just, it's, it's, it brings a tear to my eye how beautiful this is. Uh, so, a, Bimbo. A drinking song. This, which, isn't, this isn't even the drinking song no, yet. This is not the drinking this song. This is not the drinking song. This is, this is the, this is still the precursor. Like, I mean, I have so much for this guy. Like, I love him. I, I Wait, mean, he, it's yeah. just, um, so I, I, I knew, I knew this guy as the Bimbo song guy. But so, this is not our song. This is right. not this. This is. I, that's just. That's what I remembered from. But this is Bimbo. <laughs> right. So, can I can I read you guys a text that yeah. Chris sent me yesterday? <laughs> uh, let's yes, see. July July the fourth. I know what it's twelve forty four. Agree. I'm gonna get some more juice on Bimbo. <laughs> I believe I said I'm going to get more juice on Bimbo Boy. Boy. <laughs> Which made me think of, um, what's, what is it, um, Bunker Boy, but we're but, not going to uh, go there. But, but yeah, yeah, I was going to get some juice on Bimbo Boy. So the juice on Bimbo Boy is, Bimbo is a song about a Jim boy. So this was about a boy. Well, there was that uh, bread company called Bimbo. It just must be an unfortunate um, uh, time. Right. Like, uh, but like, when did the word Bimbo begin to mean like what we think is Barbie modern day? Kind of, yeah. I, I, just, I just Googled Bimbo etymology and okay. it said it's um, modern meaning, meaning floozy. Okay. Yeah. Started in the 1920s. Okay. With yeah. a revival in the 80s. Okay, so... But its actual, like, original was in the... It was an Italian word for little child, like bambino. Oh, la bambino, but they're they're a bimbo. Like a bambino. Exactly. Okay, well, that helps me feel... So just at some point, like, the little bamb... Yeah, exactly. I mean, because I'm, like, starting to think, Jim, buddy, what the fuck are we talking about here? I mean, it really started to make me uncomfortable. Okay, cool. Well, then we're okay, but I I don't know if you're going to feel much better when we transition... Um, to our new song, but I hope I make you feel better when I tell you he was huge in Ireland. Huge in Ireland. They no really shit. loved him. So they I feel like Jim that, Reeves like, and I, well, Reeves, yeah, yeah, it made just, me feel really good, um, that well, he was like loved by the drinking song champions. So, so I, I should kissing up to the Irish people a lot, but well, I it's, really it's just a drinking song, uh, podcast, Chris. I love them. 
Cheers to Ireland. Okay, so, all right, it's time to go to our song for the night. Chris, I have bad news for you, which is that I have to pee first. That's not bad news, but <laughs> worst news is that you're going to have to go all the, all way, the upstairs. way upstairs. Otherwise, I have to pee in that hole in the ground. Yes, and you're not, <laughs> or my sink, and you're not permitted to do either. And okay, so sorry about that. I had to That's take okay. an intermission. That's all right. So now we are going to get in to the heat, or no, we're going to get into the meat of our Jim Reeves. The heat and the meat. The heat and the meat oh, of our Ooh, that sounds dirty. <laughs> We're dirty and nerdy. It's going to be our first t-shirt. Uh, Jim Reeves, what drew me to this fabulous artist. Was his herringbone jacket and those eyes. I mean, guys, it was a black and white picture, but let me just say they were stunning. So the song that I found was inspired by the story that I mentioned early on. Early on in quarantine, I realized that this might be going like poorly as a, as a family or a couple, maybe it was going well. I don't know. We found your personal quarantine. Yes. My personal quarantine. Uh, We found ourselves in the kitchen on a Wednesday night taking shots of tequila. (laughs) And I can't tell you, I can count on one hand the number of times I've taken shots of tequila, and I have doubled that seriously in quarantine. Yeah, like dur- during normal times, ladies and gentlemen, we do a, a podcast about drinking, but I really like try to drink like no more than once or twice a week. Yeah, it's like but rare. like quarantine was like eight <laughs> days a week. <laughs> and I'm talking, and I'm talking the early know, yeah, stages, like like, like late totally, March, late like March, school yeah. time, school yeah, time. Like ever since school's been out, we've balanced out. I've felt you know, really cool. I've, I've been working from home for like ten years <laughs> part time, but working from home with three screen children in a world of chaos and, and fear, like, yeah. No. And you took their fucking teachers away. Let me yeah. tell oh you, those people have, like, are school saints. for like three weeks. Those people like, are more yeah. than teachers. They are like literally their family. Like my right, kids well, like, like they, are like, they, I don't They watch like, them for six hours like a day you. for one thing. Yeah, my kids don't like me. Like they like yeah, their they teacher. Learn from me. Like, you know, they, let me tell you teachers listening out there, my kids complained every single day and then quarantine hit and they're like, I will never complain about my teacher yeah. ever again. Please give them back to me. So, um, but yes, we were taking shots of tequila on a yeah, Wednesday dude, I night. Yeah. I mean, so I started thinking, this has got to be an American pastime. This, there's like, got to be something. Be something. Tequila, so I started right. Googling like tequila songs. And you got Pee Wee Herman on the bar. So you have to like, you have to scroll far, right? And you have to get going, 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 going. And I get down there and this amazing song. Greg, this is my candidate for America's next drinking song. On our quest to find America's drinking song, we might have to go south of the border. (laughs) Viva Mexico! Viva! You know, Chris, I'm not going to lie. I have teased a few girls and then said, That's not your heart, Jim. (laughs) Something is throbbing. 
This is totally being blamed so, at my vow renewal. So oh. this is like the purtiest. So he's basically talking about going to strip clubs in Mexico. <laughs> Probably brothels. Let's be honest here, Jim. I mean, um, see, Chris, I, feel, I love this song, right? Uh, and I think it's it. Okay, so let me, but we have to talk about. But we have to talk about what we think makes this. And I'm going to, I'm going to defer to you because I found this song, but I'm going to ask you here. If, if I had to quiz you as like a record reporter, what makes a good drinking song? And don't even think about this song in general, but just Mm -hmm. give me like maybe three things or five things, whatever you come up with that makes a good drinking song. Well, first of all, it should be, even if it's, even if it's got dark undertones, it should be celebratory, right? Okay. Nothing like dark and minor. Like, I mean, like, it's just like, that's blues. Yeah, we, we yeah, know. Leave that like, for the blues. You can, like you can be like, um, you know, I mean, like all for me, Grog, for example. It, like he was like losing. It was song, like man. it's like if you actually examine the lyrics, but the way that it's being sung is that like, yeah. hey, fuck it, I'm fuck having it. fun, right? Right, you know? exactly. So, so I think it sh- even if it's dark, it should be celebratory. It could just be totally celebratory. I think it should be able to be, and this is where I might have a couple notches against this song, which is it should be able to be easily sung now. I can easily sing this song, right? Oh, yeah, so, I mean, it's know. super repetitive. Yeah. Right? It's super repetitive. Okay, and um, what's another Here's, quality? Uh, so singable, you said, yeah. and um, it, that was another, and what else? An upbeat, I, singable, yeah. upbeat. And I've, I've said this several times in this podcast, but one thing I really want in a drinking song is, uh, especially an A, O, O kind of vowel yeah. sound. And... Uh, Having a having a hee haw yodel. I mean, it's just definitely adds up to there, it, right? right? Because what I mean, first of all, that's very American, right? And second of all, it's fun. Yeah. Everyone loves going and right? responding. You know, like, yeah, exactly. Yeah. I mean, you don't even have to do it so, at the same time. Like, yeah, it lends itself to audience participation. It's yeah. very like welcoming. Like, and it what's what's another good thing? I, I have I have a something like I feel like. I'm a, like I told you, I'm a, like a drinking song baby, like, like virgin. Um, I wasn't really aware of drinking songs as like a genre. I just thought people and then drank and sang songs. Drinking and now songs came along yeah. and slapped it right on the table. It's pretty cool. This is really exciting to learn more about drinking songs. I told you I came from this. If you've been listening to our podcast, podcast, I came from this, from a classical um, education of music. And I just, I'm a nerd when it comes to music history and just mm-hmm. learning about anything but what i um think drinking songs they gotta be a little longer than the normal song it was like when i first heard polka i imagined like it's polka ended at polka i hardly know her (laughs) (laughs) there's another dirty dad joke (laughs) (laughs) no you have to. Oh, no more dirty dads. <laughs> another, another dirty. <laughs> how about cheesy dirty joke? How's that? <laughs> how about a? Um, what's another like? What's a? What's a word for dirty that's like suspiciously not about being dirty, but like you could turn it that way, like like a euphemism. In, innuendo. An innuendo. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Anyway, okay. Um, so they have to be a little longer because it's got to like I'm not get sure I, stuck I'm not in sure your I head. Follow here like because, if it's just like cut off, right? And you're like, well, what did you eat? And it goes out. Like this song goes mm. on for two minutes and forty five seconds. Can you explain to me why we need like six verses in this song? 
But a lot of the songs we've done, remember Barrett's Privateers was that way. We were like, how yes. do we ever get through all these verses? Yeah. You have to tell a story. But that's but he's telling a but story. But that's what makes he it wants, so exciting. Jim Reeves yes. wants you to understand something, and it's very important, and this is what it is. If you find yourself in Juarez, Juarez Mexico, I know just the right brothel. <laughs> I'm going to Google Juarez right now, by the way. I'm sure Juarez has changed a lot since Where do you 1948. Think? Do you think it's near the border, or do you think it's more in the middle? If you, I mean, just because you are not a historic, like a, ge- I'm not a Mexican yep. geographer. Mm-hmm. I, I would assume Juarez. I mean, we know Juarez as Americans. I think yeah. it's a border town with it Texas, is. right? Yeah, yeah, and it's right, it's by, like the right by the Rio Grande. Right? It's, yep, yeah. it's right by the University of Texas at El Paso. So it's, it's like right. It's, in, it's right across from El Paso. So I think it's, it's in right a, there. it's in a province called Leon. Oh my gosh, I don't know that. I'm so proud of you. That's so uh, well, cool. you I may do be know wrong. A lot about like <laughs> Mexico. Like, I might be where wrong. Where is this so, from you? I don't know, but yeah. I just see Juarez. It's very cool. Yeah. It's right there. It's literally right, right across from El Paso. So we might find ourselves in Juarez. I've only ever been to Nogales, which is over by Tucson. This, this is shameful, but I've never been to any place other than Cancun. Really? So, yeah. Really? I've, I've, we've and been I to lived Cancun. in New Mexico for a while. Oh my gosh. <laughs> like, and this is like, literally yeah. like right across the I lived from in La- northern New Mexico, so it was like many, many hours. When, okay, when you're talking is, about out west, people yeah, are like, it's oh. It's like really far. Yeah, like I was in Albuquerque. Oh, I live in Phoenix. Oh, they're like eight hours apart. Yeah, like how, the next how, city. Far would like, it ta- how long would it have taken you to get to Las Cruces? Oh, I mean, uh, several hours. Yeah. So, and Las Cruces is like right, like it looks like it's a couple hours from maybe Juarez. Juarez. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, it's like the closest New Mexico city. Las Cruces was literally like six hours, I think, from where I was. And is that Las Cruces where um, like a lot of Breaking Bad took place? It was mostly in Albuquerque. I'm mostly yeah. in Albuquerque. Well, I was in Albuquerque a lot. I have a We're not New going, Mexico tattoo, um, ladies and gentlemen. That's general. awesome. Yeah, yeah. And it even has the New Mexico like turquoise color in it. Mm-hmm. It really brought it out there. Anyway, but if you ever find yourself in Juarez, Mexico. Um, well, you know what, Chris? One of my, one of my favorite. Um, I, I do have to say, I do feel quite like giddy on tequila. See? So, Jim Reeves. This song, I push for it to be America's drinking song. I think it is culturally relatable. Mm-hmm. I like it, yeah. It uh, definitely puts me in the right drinking mood. Mm-hmm. I do. I want nothing more than to yeehaw. Or I mean, hooey. I love that, um, yeah. And it just makes me feel really good inside. Do we have any cons against this being our America's drinking song? Is it just a little too? Yeah, I mean, I think the I think the cons would be that um, I mean, one, it is about crossing the border into Mexico, so it's, it's you know, it's not again not fully not, American. I mean, know, that's our like, one that's like, like that we got to we got to sure, point it out. You know, got to point got, it out. Even though, point that out, right? You even know. though, if you looked at this picture, there is nothing more American. The Jim than, Reeves is pretty that American. Mug right Absolutely. there. Yeah, yeah. Those ears. Yeah. Say America. And and two, uh, there's the there's that like that drinking song cadence of like you know swinging your mug back and forth. You and, could totally you know, dance like, to this like a polka. You could dance like, to it. It's, it's a like, polka, you know. But it's it's a very particular kind of yep. music. I I don't know that it's what people always envision as like a a pub kind of. Song, but slide guitars are pretty hot. I, for, I love, I love the electric right? slide. I love this, the amazing. lap steel it's so guitar. Perfect, right? So you know, well, and that's the other thing is, can it be easy? So 
Can it be easily performed? Are we going to try to sing it? Yes. All right, let's I mean, do it. I, think, I need the lyrics because I don't know anything. Right, but yeah. I think this song, Google it. You have a phone. Yeah. So like, <laughs> like, come on, like this is 2020. Jeez. How are you feeling? I'm checking in with you. All right, so yeah, let's do, let's do How How's feeling? Your Drink before your we drink? sing our song. Mm-hmm. My Well, you know, I've been mixing things here. I had yeah. that. <sighs> I'm so sad Rob gave you my tequila because but I didn't need any more. Back to our song. Yeah, let me Drinking see. Let me tequila. see if I have it right because I've literally only heard this song twice. Right, so, but so I'm, I'm just getting back from Juarez, Mexico, and, and I'll tell you something I want you to know. And you're gonna My get to sing along with him. My poor it throbs and it twirls from drinking tequila and teasing the girls. I love that. Don't get me wrong because I'm not complaining. I have no regrets. I am only. Explaining for all you fellows that ain't had the thrill of drinking tequila and teasing the girls. Hee haw, but it's yeah. not. It's ooey. No, it's a hooey. Yeah, it's like a like a suey. Yeah, yeah. But and it's it not never suey. has a chorus. Right. So my only issue it's with all, this, it's all yeah, like exactly. Chorus, my, this right? is my. I'm gonna turn the volume down a little bit and see if I get a little bit of because we are pi- we're, we're peaking we're when we're singing, which we're recognizing anyway. Down, right. Um. So my only issue with this song, another not only issue, but another another con is there is no chorus. And I really love it when a drinking song has a good chorus yeah, that, because otherwise it's self-indulgent. I think I meant to say that before that one of the cl- one of the real like classic drinking song things I like is yeah. the the call response bingo. Style, and I right? think you the yaw learns yeah. it to that. Yeah, but this song but is missing that like yaw is, is a short call response. Exactly. Right? You know this I mean? is like, this is more of like a two-step song. Right. Like it's like the end of the night. Everybody's a little drunk and now they're getting ready to dance. Yeah, but it's well, still a strong contender. And, the, and the, I I love it. I I mean but I don't. I really I really wish it. I mean, it would be a good little truth. break. Yeah. We may never land on just one drinking it's song. true. Like, you may have to have a, a, say a whole repertoire. Which is exciting because yeah, that's something we'd exactly. love to do is take this show on the road. Exactly. All right. Well, let's just see what happens when we sing along with yeah, let's Little sing, Mr. Let's Jean. sing along. We, okay. We've never done this like where we have, cool. a, we have actual music. Yeah. Because I, I don't know the chords. I'm going to have to all yeah. learn them. You but know, this but, gives um, us a little bit of like yeah. um, an audio to, yeah, to exactly. play along, remember how to play around with. And then it'll sound like we know what we're doing. Here we go. Let's try it. And yeah. I'll play my like my new acoustic electric bass. Have you seen it? I have I have not. Have no. you seen my new acoustic? It's not hanging on the wall. It is now, but okay. it's the acoustic electric. It's acoustic I, I that has an electric. electric. I love that. Yeah. And it has a little bit of a buzz, is so it I need solid to get body or? Yeah. Okay. I need to get it um um the fretboard um shaved down a little bit. It's got mm. a little buzz on the fourth, fifth fret. Anyway, here we go. Love that slide. Getting back where is Mexico? And I'll tell you something I want you to know. My poor head is aching, it throbs and it twirls from drinking tequila and teasing the girls. Don't, Don't get, get me wrong, because I'm not complaining. I have no regrets, I am only explaining. For all of you fellows that ain't had the thrill of drinking tequila and teasing the girls. The maidens are dancing out in the moonlight. On top of the world, drinking tequila and teasing the girls. Moonlight. 
Planting flowers make nights so appealing. The breeze from the garden comes tenderly stealing. A beautiful maiden that whispers your name. And suddenly both of your hearts are aflame. Her dark eyes are gleaming, her raven hair shining. You pull her up close and your hearts are entwining. Her warmness are thrilling. You're out of the embarrassed. I'm drinking tequila and teasing the girls. I don't have the Spanish lyrics. Nope. I don't have these lyrics. Nice job, Jim Reeves. Multicultural. Yeah. When, oh, here we go. Wow. That was... Wow. When Down in Juarez, you should happen to be. The Cafe Augusto's the place you should see. They claim that they have, and I know, I know it's so. The prettiest dancers in old Mexico. When Spanish maidens start squirming and dancing, it's sure to set any young heart to romancing. Your troubles get lighter, your worries unfurl. While drinking tequila and teasing the girls. So happy tonight, the maidens are dancing out in the moonlight. On On top of the world, just drinking tequila and teasing the girls. I feel I like mean, he should have had one last who we, but yeah, you know. but you know what? <laughs> I take it back. There is a chorus to that there, song. Yeah, it's it's yeah. cool. It's the Ooh, mm-hmm. so happy tonight. The maidens are dancing out in the moonlight. Yeah. Ooh, on top of the world. That's an interesting thing he does there too, which I think fine. Drink, and then he always says. Tequila. He always says it's so interesting. Like he's been there. He's heard him say um, it. He's like drinking tequila and teasing the girls. Isn't so that fun? as we wrap it up, I just yeah. want to point out that if you go back to the Anacreontic song, yes, it was the Myrtle of Venus uh, entwining, and yes. he's and he's talking oh, about man. entwining. Yeah, I mean this a, song gets a little. A, yeah. I mean, and uh, seriously, go to YouTube. And look up Drinking Tequila Jim Reeves. And literally, you'll see the picture we're talking about. We have now moved on from the herringbone shirt to, like, the thickest tweed or wool <laughs> yeah, jacket that you could possibly wear. <laughs> and his, he's got the, the like, you know he just shaved, like, four minutes before <laughs> so that he didn't have a 5 o'clock shadow. And, like, it's, it's incredible. Please, do yourself a favor and check it out. Stop trying to make everyone happy. You're not tequila. That's that's the one right there. Emmy, All right. Emmy Rossum. Thank Let's you, Emmy Rossum. Stop trying to make everyone happy. You're not tequila. Thank you, Emmy Rossum. This episode of Booze Bards was produced by Chris Adams and Greg Bryan and edited by Greg Bryan. The Booze Bards theme song was written and recorded by, you guessed it, Chris Adams and Greg Bryan. You can find us at boozebards.com where you can find show notes and our email address and such. Or you can just subscribe, that's what I do, to all my favorite podcasts on whatever platform you like, iTunes, Stitcher, etc. If you do that, please leave a review. That would be really helpful. Until next time, here's to the song of your heart.
It's official. I had too much to drink last night. 